0: Hello. What have we here? Welcome. I'm Lando Calrissian. I'm the administrator of this facility. And who might you be? Leia. Welcome, Leia. All right, all right. You old smoothie. Episode fifty-four. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's thirty minutes away. I'll be, I'll be there in ten.
1: Is this a five minute argument or a
0: full half hour? You have thirty minutes to move your car. Your Car? You have thirty minutes to move your cube. Your cube.
2: You are listening to a half hour wasted. Cooler than Lando Calrissian.
3: And now, here are your hosts, Brad Milo and Frank A. Rincon. So what you do, Brad, yeah? is you take the existing burrito, <laughs> open it up, <laughs> place your crispy taco in the burrito, fold it back up, and voila, you have a new taco. Burrito taco thing. What's it called? Um, I call it... Taste. Tasty. <laughs> I call it, you had a better name for it. What did you call it?
1: Uh, a Barocco.
3: A Barocco. Because
1: a taquito is already taken. Mm-hmm. Right?
3: Do you think Baraco Bama will take that and use it no, as a slogan? I didn't slogan? say
1: Barama or whatever the heck his name is. <laughs> I said Baraco.
3: Um, okay. T-
1: the word isn't working right. It's goofy.
3: <laughs> Brad's using new software today. Hey, guys. Welcome to a half-hour wasted. I guess you could tell by the open that it's the East it's part of the Star Wars um, extravaganza we're doing today. We're talking about Empire Strikes Back, and in studio we have Lawson Coke. Lawson, Hello. how are you?
2: Just fine. Thank you for having me.
3: And on the phone we have Randall Hunt or Randy Hunt. Say hi, Randy.
0: Hi, Randy. <laughs> Gentlemen, it's uh, it's wonderful to be here.
3: <laughs> and the reason why we have these guys here is they're guys we know, and they are longtime fans of the movie of Empire. In fact. Um, Probably for you and Randy Lawson, your favorite movie? Your favorite of the Star Wars trilogy?
2: Yeah, it, it's definitely my favorite one. Out of, <clears throat> I think, all six of them, I really thought it was definitely the the, the best one just because, you know, development of the characters already and, uh, you know, basically the way it ended, the, you know, how the, the cliffhanger and all that. I just mm-hmm. thought it was really cool and, you know, we'll talk about that. But, you know, overall, it's it's probably my favorite of all. All of them.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, in right, idea? and I the same for me. It's it's definitely my favorite and it's you know, uh, a New Hope's a very close second. That was the first one, but uh, Empire I think is really kinda maybe superior in in storytelling and, and in production and everything else, but we'll get into that. So
1: Yeah. I watched uh <clears throat> Empire this morning and uh it's now my <laughs> so new You're like cramming for a test. <laughs> no, I'd i like it to be fresh. And it's mm-hmm. it's now uh it's you know how I've said Numbers four and five do this on my list. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's on the top of my list. It's Brilliant. just, it's, it's just in so many w- ways. It's so much cooler than episode four. I mean, there's so many things about it that are just like, wow. Where's your notes? Right here. I was about to say. I thought you had notes. I have
3: notes. You've, they're digitally. Yeah, we have digital notes this time. I'm going to save say. I tree. actually
1: have notes too. Okay. How do you want to? Um, how do you want to do this? You've orchestrated the other four episodes. Okay. Well, how about we? First of all, we need some mood oh, music. music. <clears throat> here we go. Uh, like
3: all the shows, we will be playing the soundtrack in the background.
2: Did we ask there. Lucas for permission? Or Yes, he said it was okay. okay he said good. it was cool. That's awesome. He <laughs> gave us a ride on the mm-hmm.
1: We got an email from him that said... Well, uh, oh no wait. I want you to do that. Hey, I got to stop it. <laughs> we got the guy that does the best George Lucas impression <laughs> oh, okay. ever. I, I don't think so. No, oh, do it. I don't. Come on, don't do it. You so. can do it. So oh, George, hey, we're, George. We're, yeah, we'll prompt you.
3: Is, is it okay for us to use the music during during our show?
1: Um, uh, yeah.
2: I, I think it's fine. It sounds like Bill Clinton. It doesn't <laughs> sound the same as what it used to. I, I had I did have a pretty good impression of him, but I, I think it's um I I think I, I've lost it. I just I if you don't, pract- if I, you don't practice, it. I don't practice them at all anymore. So mm. anyway. goes away. Well, I appreciate that, though. It
1: was pretty awesome. Oh, and let
2: me pre- preface this by saying that, uh, you know, and and Randy too. I mean, the, the views expressed by Randy and I are not necessarily the views expressed <laughs> by the producers <laughs> of Half Hour Wasted. And good, good. I, I speak for Randy on that too. I think that's okay. If that's all right, yeah, Randy. I think I think
0: it's fair to right. Uh, so the
2: claim right.
3: Okay, that, that, right. That, that's actually good. Okay. So we got the music. The music's going. Um, Story-wise, this takes place three years after A New Hope. I looked at the official Star Wars timeline. So three years have passed since New Hope. Uh, the original budget was $18 million, And as of 1997, it had grossed $538 million. money, uh, buddy. How does, that compare, money, Betty. How does, how does that
1: compare to Episode Four?
3: You know what? I don't know because I don't have my episode four. Notes. I can't
1: remember what we said episode four mate. like seven hundred fifty million or something. That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, close to that. And this was five hundred something. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm surprised it's not up there with. Well, that's
3: a, as of 1997. Mm. I, I couldn't find. Well, the uh, any other figure other was book.
1: that also. Yeah. As um, because Well, of plus the it has edition. three
3: years on it too. You got to remember that.
1: That's true. It's had three years to. Yeah. yeah, I never thought of it that way. Okay.
3: Well, so let's start off with how we first first saw it um, Brandy let's start with you How, when did you first see Empire
0: I saw it if if I remember correctly I saw it not on opening day because I believe it opened up on a Wednesday like most of the original trilogy I think all the original tri- trilogy opened up on a Wednesday Get but I remember go. seeing it with my two brothers on that Friday so a couple days after um, saw it at the Ridgely Theater in Fort Worth which is now uh, I think a club not a theater anymore, but it was one of those
1: old-fashioned theaters with a balcony and everything. Ooh, Great, nice.
0: awesome, nice. How about how about you, Brad?
1: <clears throat> I honestly don't remember seeing this in the theater. I know I did. Um, let's see. If it took place three years after, well, it okay. It came out three years after. It came out in uh, eighty in nineteen eighty. I was eleven years old. I I probably went to the theater. I just don't remember seeing it. Mm. You know, I, which is surprising to me because. I remember seeing Star Wars in the theater, but I don't remember seeing this one in the in the theater. Although now that I think about it, it's not that crazy because I remember every detail of my first daughter's birth. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I was at the hospital when Allison was born. I just can't remember anything about that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, of course, I was there, and that's a joke, but and nobody's laughing. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the point is, I don't remember. I don't remember anything about it. Um,
3: just, just certain things leave, leave your memory. So yeah. That's, so, so that's fine. So I, I don't have an answer for you. Uh, I was there opening day, and I remember it because I got my picture in the paper. Not not a profile, but there was a line outside the Man Theater in Corpus Christi, Texas. And uh, I remember I was wearing my blue Gilligan hat and uh yeah and i remember looking at the at the picture in the paper and going oh look there i am you know i was just a speck but i could see myself but i saw that the man theater which was one of the nicer theaters in corpus and um just remember running out of there just thinking life was exciting it was you know i couldn't wait for for episode three or for or for uh the next movie in it how about you lawson
2: um i saw actually i remember seeing it with my mom uh, she took me, it was not opening day, it was that following weekend, I think, and we went over to see it at uh, the North Park Theater um, at North Park Mall. That's the one
1: that George Lucas personally oversaw the installation of the sound system in. Right. 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 And yeah.
2: saw it there. And, Here
1: in Dallas, Texas.
2: Right. And and just, you know, I didn't really, I mean, I knew what the story was, and I had all the toys, and I knew kind of what was going on, but I don't, like, I know I saw it. I remember seeing certain... sweet. I remember seeing certain <laughs> things uh, in the movie that I remember now, um, like the Cloud City and all that mm-hmm. stuff. I remember how cool that was and how in the world could that thing be suspended up there Right, we'll somehow. I was keeping it up there and, and asking my mother about it. She's, it's a movie. so <laughs> That's all I, I, I didn't, I didn't question anything after that and still don't.
3: So. Well, um, okay, let's kind of get into, just as the movie starts, so we can go through it and then talk about points that we really like about it and stuff. Um, as, as the movie uh, opens, or let me start this way. I was actually surprised after re-watching it how funny it is. There are some generally funny... Hilarious moments in this That do not feel forced at all Just the timing is good And it's small things It's n- it's not slapstick funny But it's like C-3PO C- is definitely at his best mm-hmm. In this I, I movie d- I would agree I that
0: agree That
1: yeah. out of all the movies He doesn't He doesn't bother me in this movie He's yeah. not a complete idiot Right mm-hmm. I would also say that Out of the first three The only three movies That Han Solo's in This is his best uh, Movie definitely. as far as comedy goes mm-hmm. yes. You know yeah, All the names he has for 3PO Goldenrod The professor. Golden professor. professor The one where he professor. calls him professor <laughs> take, and the take the
2: Professor in the back And plug
0: <laughs> him into the hyperdrive
1: It just yeah. kills me Frank, right. and,
0: and, and Frank had it right though None of it feels forced Whereas right. In some of the other movies Especially the prequels A lot of that humor Felt really forced
3: You know As, as the movie starts off though When we first see Leia and Han And they make that eye it, contact Is it
1: Han or is it Han? I don't know Is it
3: Leia
2: or Usually Leia? it's
0: Han But doesn't Lando say Han?
2: Um, Is it Falcon or Falcon? (laughs) (laughs) Is it Millennium or Millennium? You say (laughs) potato,
3: but at at the beginning, their relationship is obviously very stressed. They're just making eye contact, and you can tell something's happened. Yeah, there is something there, and let me throw this out there: Do you think that they might have had a rendezvous before? I just think, or after,
1: you know, like you said, three years has gone by. Mm -hmm. Something, you know, in the three years. Your relationships change, you Mm -hmm. know, when Lawson and I first started dating back when we met each other, (laughs) Mm uh, (laughs) you know, things were different three years later. So, um, no, but, uh, no, I, I just think maybe they, they haven't had a, had a, uh, a rendezvous as you said, but you know, working with somebody that close for that long, Mm -hmm. you get to know them a different way. Um, and i just think that that has a lot to do with it just being in close proximity you okay. know and and the tension does she like me does he like me you mm-hmm. know that kind of thing just mm-hmm. kind of na- is was naturally coming from the from the uh, like i said being close to each other you yeah. know right
0: and uh, yeah and i think there's there's obviously that attraction and it you know it, they're building on the, basically the one line that he had in, in A New Hope when he was talking to Luke and said you think a princess and a guy like me you know, no. Like, no 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 <laughs> so you know and it's, it kind of builds into the whole um, you know the whole the princess and the pirate you know and he's you know he's not he's kind of an anti-hero he's not this, the first pers- kind of person you think a princess would go for but mm. he's a bad boy so yeah she you. likes
2: nice men she said she does yeah I'm, but I'm nice I'm nice man, nice man. Right. Um,
0: but it, it, it's kind of funny how the
3: girls always go for the uh, for the bad boy. Of course, and, and it's yeah. just like you know, perfect example here. You know, I've heard nice a guys few.
1: Finish last. I've heard a few women say that even though they can't really give a logical explanation for mm-hmm. it, they're attracted to guys that treat them like dirt. Mm-hmm. And not that Han Solo treated Leia like dirt, but he might have been a little smart aleck here and there. He might have. You know, he he goes. Come on, you want you want me to stay because you know how because of how you feel about me. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not necessarily do uh, you know like nice. I know I know what's in your brain. He's not necessarily going about it like like nice. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? He's yeah. he's kind of being a jerk about it, right?
3: You know? And you know, going back to Han, he has um, you know, for someone who who's such a rogue and for someone who's you know the guy who looks out for himself. I mean, he's really grown from from New Hope to here because you can see how his relationship with Chewie and how devoted he is to Luke. I mean, you know, he was mm-hmm. about to leave the uh, the station when he found out Luke hadn't shown up yet. And what does he do? He goes out there and he risks his life to find his friend Luke. I mean, would Han of New
1: Hope do that? I don't think so. No, you could tell he's definitely changed over the, the time in between the two.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> and he he's really become a lot more noble. Um, you know he's still Han, and he's gonna, still going to be, you know, swarthy and, and all that. But like you say, he risks his life for his friend. Um, when they tell him you're going to you're going to freeze to death out there, he goes and does it. And later on, when he um, uh, he basically when they're putting him in carbon freeze, I mean, he does it. He doesn't put up a fight. Chewie's the one that puts up the fight. He calms Chewie down. Yeah. Oh, if you have, have
1: to t- take care of the princess. I have that. Yeah, in my you've got to take care of the
0: princess. And he basically just willingly lets them put him in there.
3: That, so, that that scene's pretty awesome. That scene yeah. is one of my favorite ones, where he where he talks Chewie down. It's, yeah. it's so it's good. a great it's so good.
0: great
1: scene. I read this article once, I think, where uh, Han Solo actually or Harrison Ford actually came up with the idea that Han Solo would reply to Leia with "I know" mm-hmm. instead of "I mm-hmm. love you too." Mm-hmm. Just another example of of that rogue that again, yeah, that jerk, but. But it's still acknowledging the fact that, yeah, hey, I love you too. But you know, I can't, I can't really say it out loud right now in front of Darth Vader. was actually improvised. Was it?
2: Yeah. In the original script, it had, um, I read somewhere where the original script said something about, um, yes, I love you too, and I will, I will see you again, or something like that. And Lucas, that was, and you know, Harrison Ford's deal was. I'm sure you guys know this, but during the during production was the fact that he wanted to this. He wanted to die for they weren't sure if if uh, he would be in the next film. Mm -hmm. And so this was a way this is the way Lucas was going to because he wasn't signed on for the third film yet. The the other actors um, Fisher and and Hamill Hamill were signed on for a three picture deal. Uh, at the beginning of uh this production for uh, for episode 5 and Harrison Ford hadn't signed on yet I didn't know that and so he said that uh he Lucas had said look I don't I think I should die or whatever and Lucas is like no he said I you 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 are an intricable part of this whole storyline and you deserve to have you know we we'd like to you know have you for the third uh, for, the, for They the, had for to cover the, the bases, round. just they in case. They did, exactly. So, that was interesting. I read about that a couple of weeks ago, and I didn't know that. I just love the fact that he, instead of saying, I love
1: you, too, he's like, I, right. I know, yeah. I know. And which, that's, that's which, perfect for the character. <clears throat> which is perfect. Which they play yeah. off of oh, in, yeah. in Jedi, right. when she responds the same way. Exactly. He's like, I love you. She mm-hmm. goes, I know. And then she shoots the guy at the bunker. Yeah. Shoots yeah. the Ewok.
3: Well, what about the kiss between Leia and Luke? I'm, you know, in retrospect... Oh.
1: Watching that now, (laughs) watching that now, it it is kind of creepy. Yeah, just Um, a little bit.
2: And and again, that's that's another example of Lucas not. You know, I I think during the production of this film, when he's writing it, and actually um, was reading about the fact that he wasn't quite sure about. He knew the the basic storyline, but I think the Luke and Leia connection, and I think all that was, I think that was definitely. Not part of the original outlook of the whole thing. Maybe it was, but you know why would that happen? And if it was to trick us, I don't know. But
3: I, I, I think it, I think it was to trick us. Mm-hmm. I do too, yeah. because of
1: the fact that I did. I know I'm interrupting, but mm-hmm. I think it. He did put that in there to trick us to throw us off, <clears throat> because of of what Yoda says when Luke leaves Dagobah. Mm-hmm. He acknowledges the fact that no, there is another.
3: That's true. Now
1: that's a so, good point,
2: and, and, and that's
3: right. And you know, Brad, yeah. this this the, I think this is just a mistake in the storytelling. This is something that they couldn't get around when they made the prequel. But uh, Ben Kenobi says that boy is our last hope.
1: That's that's right. He to says it, that in the prequel.
3: Well, no, he says that in Empire. In, but I mean, he knows that Leia exists. That's true. That's true. So I think yeah, it was just a, I think it was just a little screw up in the writing. They couldn't that's where I got the idea from.
2: Well, it
0: could have been, or or it could have been. I mean, he. Ben could have been thinking well Luke is really the stronger of the yeah,
1: well, yeah. of maybe, the
0: two he's really the one that, that boy's our last is our point. only hope but mm-hmm. maybe, but maybe you know, Ben's a now.
1: chauvinist pig <laughs> maybe he, he did, you know maybe he realizes that women drivers are horrible <laughs> right <laughs> you know what I'm saying well they can't handle 1970s a 1970s observational man
3: yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is it about women drivers why they're putting on their makeup what is it about women uh uh landspeeder pilots <laughs>
2: And there is something terrifying about a woman holding a lightsaber. Yeah. You know what I mean? And sexy.
1: Right.
3: Um. Okay, so l- we move on in the story, and we're on the deck of, of Vader's big ship. What's the name of that big ship?
1: The Executor. I want to say, yeah. when they showed... That's a great shot. When they showed that first yeah. shot of the Executor, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about, Randy? Yes. It, with, with the little bitty Star Destroyers, mm-hmm. what we've known to be huge Star Destroyers, right. you know, they were huge in Empire. Uh, in A New Hope, mm-hmm. and because of that opening shot, that starter yeah. store just keeps coming and coming that's and coming. And now the Executor is like, it's freaking eight times huge. as long. Oh my gosh, possibly oh, longer.
0: And, yeah. and the thing about that, and, if, and not to change the subject, but but that when you first see the Executor and you see how mammoth it is, that's also I think at the same time they first introduced the Imperial March. It is.
2: That's a, a good is, point. Yep.
0: To me maybe well rivaling the main Star Wars theme that's the most that's the best piece of music in any film I've ever seen it's just it's its one of those themes you still hear today they use it in sporting events and everything but it's just so recognizable
1: it's just fantastic um one of my favorite versions of the Imperial uh March mm-hmm. is the the one No Doubt does right can you hear that Randy yeah uh, yeah, it's, the, it's, the group no doubt mm-hmm. someone on of oh, yeah, their,
0: heard
1: of it's on one of their DVDs uh, I can't recall digital digital, mm-hmm. digital <laughs> video disc <laughs> you know what I think it's dynamic video disc I think yeah, yeah. I I think I actually this is horrible what is, <laughs>
3: does anything happen it's a, a much yeah
1: just give it a second it's a much just give it now a second an- yeah I've
3: given it several seconds here we go! Wow, that could be edited
1: down. Oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> it just it tickles me. Control. Yeah, it gives me goosebumps. There's you like a the horn, horns, the horn section yeah. up there.
2: The crowd's going crazy.
3: That's for the Star Wars. Now play the Star Wars song. So the first
2: time we hear that. I, I saw it yesterday. I watched it mm-hmm. again yesterday, and I did notice it, when we first hear that, is that when we first see the executor or what? I think so, yeah. I think so. And because
3: it, then it goes from the, from the establishing to the – what's that? <laughs> oh, it's a hand, hand fart. Oh.
1: Yeah, I found another one. Mm-hmm. Listen, Randy. <laughs> That's
2: –
3: that's
1: awesome. No imagine Vader walking to that. Right.
0: <laughs> Look what I can do.
3: That is talent. Lord Vader, your butt cheeks are clenched. <laughs> awfully tight. It's Menace stinks in here. Or the the force
1: is with him. It's not. It's not near as good as the one for A New Hope, Cantina. The Cantina band. Right. Yeah. Oh gosh. But I it, saw that. I was like, oh, I got to include that.
3: Hey, is there one for the for the Ewoks? <laughs> no. I haven't.
1: I haven't found one actually. That'd be,
3: that'd be great if there was one. Okay.
1: As you were saying on
3: the Executor. Yes. So we really get to see how um um how the Empire. You know. Kind of treats their... I mean, they they act so superior. When uh, um I mean, even to Lord Vader, when the admiral says, uh, talking about when when they're looking for the rebels. Mm-hmm. My lord, there are so many uncharted <laughs> mm-hmm. systems.
1: Yeah. As soon as he started with that attitude, I was like, mm-hmm. dude, mm-hmm. you're dead. That's it. Yeah, you're dead.
3: But yeah. I mean, that that kind of happens throughout. I mean, mm-hmm. they're so superior. Even when when the uh, bounty hunters are on deck, you know, it's like. You know that Bounty those hunters. scum. We don't need scum, their scum, right? Yeah. It, 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 yes, just, sir. Just the whole empire is so arrogant on so many levels.
2: Yeah, and also kind of comes into question too about the what Vader's authority is too. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's obviously heading up this thing, and the Emperor is obviously behind him and, and telling him what he needs to be doing. But it's almost like Admiral Viet or whatever, Piet, whatever.
1: You are in charge now. Admiral, yeah, Pitt. right.
2: But it's almost like he's just there. He's kind of like the governor, you know. He just mm-hmm. he's there for looks. And so, but as far as it's kind of strange, like the his authority, well, and his trust he has in, in, in his crew. You know,
1: we were talking uh, in the A New Hope episode about how Vader. Oh yeah, he submits st- to Tarkin. Mm-hmm. Tarkin, yeah. big time. Basically, says you know Vader, release him, whatever. Right. Maybe folks are still used to. Uh, well, I was going to say, maybe they're still used to him obeying somebody. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's somebody different than Tarkin because, as we all know, Tarkin, you know, blew it, bit it on the Death Star. But um, maybe in the interim, there's been another Moff who's been leading Vader around. and mm-hmm. Well, now he's on this executor by himself, you know, and people are still used to the fact that somebody was bossing him around. Maybe they could get away with being kind of a little smart aleck with him. I don't know, but as soon as the guy was like, you could almost hear him,
0: Yes, right, it's Vader, very frustrated. Look, yeah,
3: when, like almost like I've been doing this a little longer. Yeah, I'm doing military. This. <laughs> yeah. You're just you're just a Sith Lord. You're <clears throat> yeah. just a kind of robot you know, guy.
0: Right. Don't jump to conclusions, mm. Lord Vader. You
3: know. Yeah. Um. Well, how about the whole um battle on Hoth? You know, before we go any further, mm. ion cannons freaking rock, man. They do. <laughs> yes, they do. And the one thing that always irritates me you one,
2: of those. Uh, one thing that always irritated me about that ion cannon. Why didn't they just I think what's my point? Why couldn't they have just shot down the use the ion cannon to shoot the um, the executor the, the executor or do anything like that instead? of... it uses the ion cannon is the thing that they're sh- that they're fighting
1: um. the ion the ion cannon was was the the thing that as the transports were going away and there were two X-wing fighters, oh, yeah, right. The ion okay. cannon would okay. fire out and the Clear ion a path. cannon. The okay. Ion Cannon basically fries the electronics in a ship. Oh, right. That's what the Ion Cannon does. Right. So it was just a, a deterrent, a distraction mm-hmm. for the for the Empire to go, oh, don't get hit by those. You know, there's no fry or electronics or whatever.
3: The first transport's
1: have, away.
0: Yay! Yeah, it, it, it might have used so much energy, too, that they, you know, it's not something they just keep shooting and disable all the ships. Right. You know, off the planet.
3: And, you know, the the whole battle on Hoth, there's a. It's so it's so battle it's so um, David and Goliath in a yeah. respect. You know, I'm I'm especially reminded of the guy wire scene. I mean, when I was watching it, I was cable thinking,
0: detached.
3: Yeah, it was like when David had his sling and he threw it, and right. then, you know, he knocked down Goliath. Well, I guess he threw a rocket Goliath, but they kind of reminded me of that. I mean, it was harking well, towards you know, something like that. His
1: slingshots going around in circles, and yeah. those no speeders are going around in circles. Yeah. No, I see, totally see what you're talking yeah. about. That whole battle scene was just. It's one of the my favorite battle scenes uh, of all time. Um, just the editing was really nice. It, it flowed really well. Uh, you, you understood everything that was going on. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was awesome. Mm-hmm.
3: And what a way to open the movie. I mean, I don't know how far along in the movie that happens, but it happens for 15 minutes. And maybe? it goes
1: on for a
2: while. Yeah, and it's it, not. It's, I remember yesterday. It just seemed like, God, this is really it's still going on. You know,
1: it's not a. It's not a quick thing. It. it uh, they spend a lot of time on it and even to this day watching it you know i see those walkers coming over you know through the binoculars they zoom in and i'm like oh here's how
0: how cool were they when you first saw it when we were kids Just like oh man
1: those are walking i gotta get me one of those
0: (laughs) wagons or whatever those man yeah
1: the shield will be oh. down in moments. You may start your landing. Yeah, they're very confident. I, th- yeah.
2: I that's what I really liked about that too. Yeah. It was like that dude's like, they just we got this, no yeah, problem. We got it. Yeah, anytime yeah. you're ready, Vader.
1: You know, I like the little two-legged walker too. Yeah, the chicken walker. <laughs> yeah, <the chicken laughs> yeah, yeah. you called walker. chicken walkers. Yeah, I think chicken I think that's walker. the official name.
3: Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe not the official name. Um, well, it, after that, we you know everyone's ev- evacuating the planet and stuff. And this is where there's some very funny moments. For I think this is where some of the good humor kicks in. It's like C-3PO has that line where, as everyone's running to the Falcon, and he gets left behind, he goes, typical. And he yeah. says it in such a way, and he gets yeah. dragged in. Yeah,
1: when the door opens back up, yeah. Han reaches out and goes, <laughs> come on. Pulls him back yeah, in. Yeah, typical.
2: Just, that's when he's like, yeah, hurry up. We're hurry golden, up, Goldenrod. You'll yeah. be a permanent. <laughs> you're going to be a permanent resident. Yeah.
1: And Leia has that line. Would it help if I got out and pushed? Yeah, it might. <laughs> might it might. I still use. I still use a lot of lines from this movie in my daily might. conversation. Really? Yeah. Like maybe not every day, but you know, like when Lawson worked here, you know, we'd mm-hmm. see each other every day, and and we'd go to lunch a lot, and you know, it somehow, either a line from from Star Wars or something else that we dug uh, would always come out to in the, in the conversation and. You know, I, I, I just remember,
3: Super size.
1: I just remember, I remember doing the, the I think I had tr- tr- trouble with my truck one day, and uh, Lawson goes, would it help if I get out and push? I'm like, it <laughs> might. <laughs> it's great that you can, you can incorporate Star Wars into your daily life. Who's the, uh, who's the, and I think they only say it once in this movie, who's the person that says, the uh, I have a bad feeling about this.
3: Isn't it Leia in the in the worm?
1: It is Leia. Mm-hmm. She's. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure she's I the only have one
3: feeling that about this.
1: They say it every movie, and uh, she was the one that said it in this movie.
2: This also is one of the only films that a non Jedi uses a lightsaber.
1: Yes, I was yeah. thinking, how cool right. is that that Han Solo? Han
2: Solo actually got to play with uh, with uh,
1: the lightsaber, and it's with, especially uh, cool in, saber. in retrospect. Right to you know when he's talking about. Not believing in the Force mm-hmm. and a new hope, right? I thought that was really cool to see him have to pick this thing up and go. Oh, what do I do with this? You know, and I
3: love the way he holds it, and it—you can tell he's, it's so clumsy. He's not quite yeah. sure how to use it, and you know, he, he knows it's—he it's, knows it can cut. Which you know, when I first saw the movie, and he—he he cuts it was where are they, where are those thing called tantons. When he cuts yeah. the taunton open. And he stick Luke in it to keep him warm. I didn't know what he was doing. Right. Mm-hmm. I thought he just cut it open, and I thought maybe heat was coming out of the tauntaun form. I didn't know he st- he stuck Luke in there. That's kind of uncool. They
1: apparently, <laughs> yeah. Well, they those tauntauns apparently smell as bad inside as they do <laughs> <I stick> outside. <laughs> I was going to bring that up. There was a Family Guy clip where, yeah, where uh, uh, Brian had to cut. Peter. Peter Peter open opened and does put that hurt? Stewie? Nah, it doesn't. Didn't hurt. It? No, no, no. There was they did there was two different ones cuz I was looking for them this morning. One was when Peter was saying something about, "As yeah, reminds me of the time I saved somebody's life and it was <laughs> it was uh, or, I saved Luke Skywalker's life. Mm-hmm. It was on okay. Solo Dragon Luke over there and they cut Peter open and shoved him in. And then there was <laughs> another scene where Brian cut something open. I forget what it was, some big animal or whatever and put Stewie in it mm-hmm. cuz they were cold, they were in cold weather. And he's like, "Ugh, it smells like Dame de Luise in here, or something like that." <laughs> yeah, I found several of those uh, those Star Wars Family Guy deals this morning, just laughing.
3: Um, how about the asteroid field? That's probably the next great. Cool. Um, awesome. Just that whole Fantastic. scene is just. And the music cues in that yes, scene yes. are... I was just thinking that. Uh, can you find Asteroid Field in that? <laughs> is there an yeah. Asteroid Field? Yeah. Some of the music cues are
2: it's just... Da, da, yeah, I was just Randy's da, da, got it. That's it. And uh, da, da. here it is. Yeah. It's, terrific, it's, it's, it's pretty awesome. Randy won't hear it, but we will.
0: I've got it in my head. <laughs>
3: <laughs> there you go. Look,
0: we're flying. We're oh. actually going into an Asteroid Field. <laughs> you
2: don't have to do this to impress me, right? He says... You know, I wanted to be around when he made a odds. mistake.
0: The odds of successfully navigating a field. Mm-hmm. Now, is this the
2: film where Solo says to C-3PO, or she, he says, "Shut him up or shut him down"?
1: Yes. Yeah. That's an, okay. That's, that's an an I, I
2: couldn't remember. I, I saw it yesterday, and I was I was trying to listen for it. and I guess I was doing something else. And
1: either shut him up or shut him down. Yeah.
2: And that just goes to show how really cool you know Han was in this movie. Yeah. He just. He basically was just the all around badass. He just mm-hmm. didn't. You know, it's, it, it was. he. I think he had more screen time than. It seemed like he had just so much more screen time than he did in the I first. wanted to be
1: Han Solo after. Yeah. This, morning, yeah. this morning. This morning. I was like, man, I wish I was Han Solo.
3: Han Solo is cool. And, he, and he, when he finally does get to kiss the princess, mm-hmm. which Goldenrod really messes really good up. In this movie. She's a hussy.
1: She's just kissing everybody. She looked yeah. really good in this movie. Yes, yeah, yeah, she, she did. did. In, in Cloud City, she had that, white, that all white outfit mm-hmm. on.
0: Yeah, I, Hello I th- you know, have we here? she she has the metal bikini and, and oh yeah, really hot outfit. On, but yes, she she looks truly really beautiful. I think in this movie and, and, and especially like you said in Cloud City, but it's kind of like a vulnerable beauty because she her character is you know she's still obviously a leader of the Alliance and she's a strong character, but she she seems a lot more vulnerable in this movie mm-hmm. than in in A New Hope. And well, she does um, open
1: herself up to Solo, especially.
0: And, but, yeah, she she really looked really
1: pretty. I like the scene where <clears throat> Luke's hanging uh, underneath Cloud City, and he's calling to Leia, mm-hmm. and she's just sitting there staring. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, a
3: good shot, because mm-hmm. you can tell that her mind is working, and she's, yeah. she's trying to figure something out, you
1: know? Yeah, She and she's just staring, not at the camera, obviously, but just off a little bit, and she looks really pretty in that, and then she's like, look. And then. There's
0: also a clue that, you know, she's have, the other one. Right. Yeah,
1: they have some sort of connection there. Exactly. Kind of a clue Because at that point in the movie, yeah, obviously that's because Ben's already said that about. And Luke is
2: upside down a lot in this movie. <laughs> he is. <laughs> he is.
0: Isn't he? I hadn't thought about that. A lot. <laughs> that's true. You are correct. That's true. <laughs> that's I mean, very true.
1: He's, he's hanging upside, upside down <laughs> in the Wampa Cave, right? <laughs> That could have
0: been the title of
1: the movie, yeah. Episode 5, <laughs> Luke Upside Down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's uh, he's upside down training on Dagobah. Correct. More than once. with
2: uh, Yeah, with Yoda on his foot or mm-hmm. whatever that was. When we get to That's Dagobah, I have scene. questions about Dagobah
1: mm-hmm. when we get yeah. to that point. Um, I noticed, uh, speaking about the, uh, the asteroid field, um, you see a lot of the... Pardon me. Here, you see a lot of the... Interior of the Falcon in this movie, yeah, and uh, they changed they changed the in- interior of the Falcon slightly. The cockpit, I mean. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I think it looks like they made it bigger.
1: They made it bigger, and uh, there's like two thirds of the way up on all the walls in the back of the cockpit. There's like an inlaid strip of lights. Hmm, I never noticed that. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about, Randy? Neither.
0: Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about, but it's something I never really noticed before.
1: Um, in A New Hope. These lights are not in the cockpit, and it does feel smaller. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the first things I noticed this time watching the movie was when it showed the interior of the cockpit first. I thought, "Man, that looks bigger," and it's so bright in there compared to the way it looked in Empire. And that's because uh, it's got this strip of lights, probably like a four-inch strip long or four-inch wide Mm -hmm. strip of lights that just run the entire perimeter of the cockpit about two-thirds of the way up from the floor. And it, it just opens it up. It gives a lot of uh, – uh, it, it makes it feel breezy. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, le- lessons learned from New Hope, you know.
2: And they – you know, and th- this was the actual – the first time – the reason that is is because they actually built a life-size set uh, of the Millennium Falcon. It was mm-hmm. not – you know, in the original film, it was just that little – they had a right. the little cockpit, you know, and that's – that's a good point, because they actually did build this 20-ton um, set.
1: Because he's crawling all over it oh, when yeah. they're in Hoth, trying to fix things, you know?
2: Then mm-hmm. Chewie's all <clears throat> mad at him because no, he's not no, helping no. him out.
1: This one goes here. <laughs> that one goes there. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I'd forgotten that that was actually a life-size, real-size real yeah. real, size. real sized um,
0: set. I have a little bit more money to work with. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, a little bit.
3: <clears throat> you know, when... Um, when Vader is talking to the Emperor ah. in the movie, he mm-hmm. there, there, there's a line in there that I thought was kind of interesting. He, he uh, when they talk about there's a new disturbance in the force or something like that. Well, you know, just, they changed
1: the scene from yeah, the original. Yeah, right. Um, in the special edition, they added, they reshot those scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait a minute. They they just added uh, the Emperor. Did, was that in the
0: special edition added, or yes, did they it is. add it?
1: Special they, Well, they added. Did the they add the emperor for the for the, the DVD, emperor. Randy, or did they add the emperor in the special edition? No, for the DVD
3: because they didn't have that for the they didn't have that figured out yet for the uh, for special edition. That was Star Wars 90s. hadn't even come out. I mean, fan uh, mess hadn't even come out.
1: That was in '97. That's true. You're of mm-hmm. course you're right. Yeah. So this new updated DVD version of that whole mm-hmm. scene that some of the dialogue was a little different. There was mm-hmm. some lines that weren't in the original dialogue. Right. Mm-hmm. I really like. The way they worked that in.
2: That's one of the few things I do like about the special edition.
3: Yeah. The offspring of Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. The the
2: the young, who is just some of the, the the one that destroyed the Death Star. Yeah. Right. I, I don't think that was in the original film.
1: I don't think it was either. And I was trying to find it online, trying to find the original script, transcript of that original scene, and I couldn't find it. But I think that reference. The young
2: rebel that destroyed the Death Star. I believe
1: that was not in the original no, script. No, it was not. The offspring of Anakin Skywalker was not in the original script, right. and it's neat that they included this um, because if you were, but they. What I'm saying is they di- they did it in a way that didn't ruin the surprise of of Darth Vader mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. A- Luke Skywalker's father. Because at this point in the movie, they hadn't he hasn't said Luke, no, Luke, I'm your father. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you're watching Empire, this new updated version for the first time you get information that Darth Vader and the emperor they know who this Luke this Anakin Skywalker guy is mm-hmm. and this guy we think is his son so but then rewatching it after seeing the first three you know it's neat knowing what you that it's neat knowing that you know what they know mm-hmm. uh-huh. and that Darth Vader knows that oh he himself is is an is anakin it just works really well either way Mm -hmm. whether you haven't ever seen the prequels and this is your first time seeing star wars or whether you've you have seen them i just like i just like and the emperor himself looks much better because in the original didn't they use like a woman they did and they they, superimposed monkey eyes or something yeah yeah, what was that chimp eyes randy
0: yeah, like chimp eyes, I
3: think. Mm. Well, remember when it was released, I mean, we had no idea what the Empire, Emperor looked like. No. We had
1: no idea. I mean, he was still a, a figure that we knew nothing about. That's true, but now having seen the prequels mm-hmm. and then watching Empire, you could tell something was off. Right. Mm-hmm. The chimp eyes, they were kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like yeah, he I, had th- a lazy I, eye.
3: I, I think it was effective, uh, uh, what, the original em- Emperor, but it doesn't jive with... With what we have now, right? Yeah, I agree. Um, so we end up on Dagobah, and and we we meet up with Yoda, and uh, and Yoda Great. playing the fool. Greatness. There's something is, about the
1: puppet Yoda.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, the puppet Yoda has, has more. Character. I mean, much much more. It's electric. alive. More mm-hmm. character. It makes him seem
1: real. You know CG. the yeah the CG Yoda looked cool, but actually, I didn't like it. Actually, you didn't? I didn't like Actually, it, seeing the little Yoda puppet not look like CG, he mm. looked real. Mm-hmm. Frank yeah. Oz did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, his little his little foam rubber ears would kind of wobble. You mm-hmm. know, and they tried to emulate that in the prequels with with uh, the CG Yoda and try to have his, his ears wobble. Right. But you could tell it was computer-generated mm-hmm. wobble. It wasn't mm-hmm. a foam rubber wobble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, there's just something about that little puppet that that really makes Yoda seem like a real character. Yeah,
2: and, totally. and speaking of comedy, that is some of the that is the oh, best yeah. bit in the whole mm-hmm. world when he's when he's beating on R two D two. Oh yeah, mine, when he mine, 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 you know, it's
0: just hilarious.
3: Yeah, the whole eating of the food and throwing it out. Yeah. Luke eats Luke's ranch ration. and <laughs> he yeah. gets so
0: big eating food. And you know that's okay. funny, and, and and when you take into account now the prequels, because now we've seen Yoda in the prequels and when he first appears to Luke and I mean and and he's yeah like you said kind of a you know comedy there and mm-hmm. hitting 2 and how do you get big eating food to this kind it's that's a different type of Yoda than we've seen you know at all cuz mainly in the prequels Yoda's you know he's Mr. serious badass oh, yeah. Jedi master mm-hmm.
1: well and in, in empire he eventually does revert back to that right? when, he, when mm-hmm. he finally stops decides to it's time to stop playing, and okay, now I got to talk to Ben. Say this isn't going to work. He does go back to that.
0: And it's yeah, kind of it's, a test, I think, maybe to, to Luke to see. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, the whole time.
3: You know. Which, um, you know, this is probably for me. It has the 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 poorest piece of dialogue delivered in the movie is when Luke is talking to R two and goes, "I just had this feeling." and then yes. Yoda says something, and Luke turns around, like we're being watched. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, come I mean, Yeah. That, uh, 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 the acting in, in, in this movie is great, but that's the one scene where it's just like, oh, come like on. Like we're being watched. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I think he just nailed it right, right there. That's,
0: yeah.
2: And, uh, you, you mentioned the acting,
0: though, and I think you know, Mark Hamill needs to be given credit because he basically spent half the movie with a puppet. And, mm-hmm.
2: and upside down. Wait.
0: Yeah, and Upside Down. But you believed him.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: He believed that that puppet was real, and so we as as an audience believe that that puppet Mm -hmm. was real, too. And a lot of credit, I think, goes to Mark Hamill.
2: And as far as Yoda's dialogue in this film was just beyond awesome. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was very philosophical. Yeah. There is is no... What is it? There is no... Do or do not. Do or do not. There is no try. The The
0: whole speech to Luke... Um, after Luke tries to save the X-Wing. And yes. He can't. Oh, yeah. To me, that, that is, is maybe the heart of the whole series. Mm-hmm. And it's only, it's maybe a minute long. Mm-hmm.
2: It's an energy. It surrounds us.
0: Is, But he says it just really briefly. It, right. It surrounds us and binds us. To luminous beings are we, not this crude matter, as he grabs Luke's shoulder. And
1: right. I'm trying to find... Try. No,
0: try not. There's do or do yep. not. There's no try. And, and it's and, just brilliant.
2: And even when they're, when they're in his little cave, you know, and... And, yeah. um, and Yoda t- says, he goes, you know, you, you are the one that always looking for adventure. These are things the Jedi, Jedi are not after these things. J- Jedi should don't not crave these. Think. Yeah. I don't crave these things. And, you know, and so you kind of know that Yoda has always had an eye on him since he was a little baby as well as, you know, Obi-Wan. So yeah,
1: here's, I found that, that quote and I'll read it. Uh, ready. Are you what you, what know you have ready? For 800 years have I trained Jedi. My own counsel will I keep on who is to be trained. A Jedi must have the deepest commitment, the most serious mind. This one a long time have I watched. All his life has he looked away. To the future, to the horizon. Never his mind on where he was. Like uh, what how he, he, was what he was doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pokes him. Adventure. <laughs> Excitement. <laughs> a Jedi craves not these things. You are reckless. So was I, if you remember.
3: (laughs) Too old. Too old to begin the training. Yeah,
1: (laughs) But (laughs) But I drink so much. I I was trying to, and that brings up a point that I want to address. I was trying to find the uh, the, um, Half-Hour Wasted Episode 9, the beginning of that. You know how it had Yoda at the beginning? Oh, yeah. Um, Randy, you won't be able to hear this. Okay. Um, I'm going to pause the music. But I wanted to embarrass Lawson for a second.
3: What is this? Half hour wasted this is. hmm? Episode nine you were listening to. <laughs> no, no. Mine. Mine.
0: Mine. Yeah. That was
1: Lawson. <laughs> it was Lawson doing Yoda Randy. <laughs> yeah. Way back way back at episode nine, he did that for us. Let's um, see if I can find another cool Yoda. Oh, here's another one. He's trying to levitate the X Wing out of the bog. I can't stop it. Size it's too big. matters not. Size yeah. matters not. Look at me. Judge me by my size, do you? Hmm. And well you should not. For my ally is the force, and a powerful ally it is. Life creates it, makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you, here between you, me, the tree, the rock, everywhere. Yes, even between the land and the ship. Wow! I wish That's I could my find my
0: favorite line of dialogue <laughs> in the whole series. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah, final favorite.
1: You could tell he's just really, really sincere. You know, and when he's talking about the Force and he believes, yeah, exactly. He's trying to teach this young, reckless. And
0: this is his. This has been Yoda's life for nine hundred years, but it's not only his life. This is the what he feels, and as it turns out, probably to be true. The only way. To defeat the empire is is is, the, is what Yoda's telling them. This is right. the only way. You need to become a Jedi, and you need to, to to you know be this strong.
3: So I guess I guess Yoda was somewhat using reverse psychology on on him because that whole you're being reckless and stuff. I mean, because he knew this was this was the only hope that they had of beating the empire. He's the last one. I mean, there, there there is Leia, but I mean, so I guess... another,
0: but, but... Well, Yoda... But I think realistically, at, this, at that point in time, it was Luke, yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, Leia's like third string. I mean, she'd have to
1: train. She'd have to
0: start exactly. all over. They're already behind the game at that point. I mean,
1: Yoda and Obi-Wan have been waiting for this, you know, thinking about that scene in, in yeah. Re- Re- Revenge of the Sith, you know, he, Obi-Wan's like, I will take him and I'll watch over the boy and you know they just been waiting. What, Yoda says something like, "I will remain in hiding until the time's right" or something like that. So they know eventually. And you know you got to know that when Yoda was walking up behind Luke, found someone you have. You, you you had to you know he was psyching himself up. Yoda mm-hmm. was psyching himself up. Okay, I have to play like I don't know who this guy is. And he knew he knew exactly who this guy was because mm-hmm. he says he's been watching him all his life. You know through the Force or whatever. Uh, Just
0: one other point I want to make, and my wife asked me to do this, but she said that you know, The Empire is her favorite film too of the series, and Yoda is her all-time favorite character of all the Star Wars characters. But she really, she's a teacher, as you guys know, and the whole teacher-student dynamic of Yoda and Luke is really what it really appeals to her um And and she she said she wanted me to mention ladies love Empire too. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's, That's very cool. That's awesome.
3: <laughs> because of Lando, because yeah. he,
0: because Lando loves oh, the We haven't even got the to Lando yet.
1: We'll get the Lando. We'll get to to Lando. Um, I found another clip that I wanted to play. What have we here? Have A we Family here? Guy clip mm-hmm. uh, having to do with Yoda uh training Luke. Let's see if you can hear this, Randy. Hello.
3: You know, it's awfully dangerous for me to be walking around the mall at my height. I say, let me get on your back. Oh, for God's sake. Strong with the force young Skywalker is. <laughs>
0: God, I don't believe this.
3: That is why you fail.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. That is why you failed. Oh, man. You that, know, that, uh, that greatness of family guy. What's the guy's name? The main guy. Peter? No, the the creator that oh, said, Seth uh, MacFarlane oh, you know, he, he just loves Star does. Wars like we do I mean, even, just awesome. even
3: like in, in the first and second season of Family Guy he, they're making Star Wars references throughout uh, in that series you know it's awfully dangerous for me to be walking <laughs> around the mall at my height I say let me get on your back oh for God's sake strong with the force young Skywalker eats. God I don't believe this that is why you failed <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's, that's genius <laughs> what about the cave scene you know what, to this day, I don't think I truly understand that scene. Let's talk about it.
2: He see, Well, he sees himself yeah, turning I into
0: what
1: he
2: would eventually would become. If he's not careful. Right.
0: He's not careful and learns to control his anger and emotions and not just you know, run with his first instinct, which is obviously to be angry or whatever, he's going to end up... Like his old man. ...turning to the dark side. Right. And uh, there's some double meaning,
3: he too, in that... Right. ...tried to fight. Mm-hmm. In, ...in that, you know, um, he is you in in that you guys are related. I mean, there is blood between you two. Right. Yeah, there could be that clue there, too, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: And I think Yoda says what's... He says, looks like, feel cold. You know, and he says that place is strong with the... Dark side, dark side of the force, I think. Yes, I think that's what Yoda says. Yeah. And then he, and I th- it's great because uh, Yoda says, your weapons, you will not need them. And Luke's like, yeah, right. He just he throws he,
3: on he, his... And he has that doubt, though. He I mean, does. Luke
1: still holds on. Well, he oh, has, yeah, yeah
0: Luke, Luke says what's in there. And Yoda says only what you take with you.
1: There you have it. Your weapons, mm-hmm. you will not need them. What do you think would have happened had Luke not gone in there with his weapons?
2: Um, Nothing. I don't know. I don't don't know. You think he would have
3: had that vision? Well, I I think the vision vision. would have been different, I think. I mean, we can only theorize on it. I mean, maybe he would have seen. I mean, and at this point, we're just theorizing what he could have seen, but he probably would have seen Vader maybe morph into himself. He might have seen, like, him putting on Vader's helmet. I mean, you know, who knows? But uh, because he brought his weapons in, that caused the energy to want to fight him as well. The, it depend what he took. If he it's took it's faith in there with him, you know, he probably would have seen something positive. But he took fear in with
1: him.
0: Fear I, and aggressiveness, yeah.
1: I don't... And uh, doubt. <clears throat>
0: maybe I don't remember Adele ever been <laughs> <in. Maybe tough. laughs>
1: being slid open by, uh, mm-hmm. by Han Solo.
2: And even, like so. and even Yoda later on says, remember what happened in the
1: cave. Remember your failure at yeah. the your cave. Your failure in
0: the cave. Right. Your failure in the cave. I yeah.
1: don't think I really... I don't know that I ever watched that scene all the way through when I was a kid because mm-hmm. it was creepy to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I was 11, mm-hmm. but it was still creepy and that mask exploding off. Yeah. I think I always then... found an excuse. I know what happens here. He runs into Darth Vader and sees himself. I have to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I always found an excuse actually to not watch that scene all the way through. Maybe, uh-huh. maybe that tells me a little bit about myself. Maybe I didn't want to think about the kind of person I was mm-hmm. at that age. You know, what well, can you be at 11? I was selfish. You know, I know that.
3: I mean, all kids, you know, teenagers look like that. That that
1: was a very strong scene, and maybe I really did understand it back then, but didn't want to think about it.
3: Food for thought. Food for thought. Uh, That leads us next to the bounty hunter scene, and then Mm -hmm. um, the Millennium Falcon actually attacking the Destroyer. We've kind of touched on the bounty hunter scene a little bit but i mean that's cool we get to see aliens from another race in here mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite scenes as, at least as a kid because i was seeing these creatures who are bounty hunters and as a kid i think you get excited at that prospect of you know possibly being a bounty hunter or you know you know being being these independent contractors yeah. uh, that that I always to, yeah, yeah. And, and uh ig88 i think is my favorite he's the robot in it, the mm-hmm. robot uh I, uh, the first time we get to see Boba Fett. Mhm. I said, said it right. right. Yay. I sa- I used I like to say <laughs> Boba
1: Fett, but now I say Boba Fett. I like hearing uh I forget the actor that yeah, played they Boba his Fett. Voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like hearing that Australian that New Zealand accent. He's <laughs> no good to me, dad. He's no good to me, dead. Yeah, right. As you wish, you know. Yeah. Uh I liked hearing what I've come to associate Boba Fett's voice. I liked hearing it. And also they tweak the, the sound on Boba Fett's ship, you know, when, when they fly away with the rest mm-hmm. of the garbage and, uh-huh. and Boba Fett's hanging out. You know, that that's one of the things I did. That's one of my of my, my list. favorite scenes, actually. How did Boba Fett know to wait with the garbage? Because <laughs> he's that good. He I is. guess he his, really he is that's that. That's
2: his job. You know, it's his job is to...
1: When that ship takes off from mm-hmm. the garbage, though, mm-hmm. th- it sounds like Boba Fett's ship sounds in the prequels. Mm. You know, there wasn't a yeah. whole lot of difference, but they really have... Here's our. Oh, I thought that was the Imperial March. I mean, it kind of is. Randy can't hear it, but that music's. What track is that? Jedi Master Revealed. Mm-hmm. Minok Cave. Okay.
2: The um, but that, that's one of my my all-time favorite scenes too. Is when uh, Boba Fett is hanging out in Slave. Slave One. Slave one. one. And he's just hanging out. I guess he's reading the paper or something, <laughs> waiting for everything to happen. <laughs> And it's cool because you actually inside his ship, you know, and then he pushes the button for you know accelerates and follows them. I just, I don't know why. I just think that, that just a really cool scene.
3: I mean, I, I think because you you just see how smart this this bounty hunter is. I mean, because right. he's thinking on on mm-hmm. Han's level. He's thinking, you know, how would I get out of this mm-hmm. way? I mean, he probably knew that that he couldn't have a cloaking device because they talk about how that ship's too small to have a cloaking device, he probably thought, how would I do this? I would, and you know, knew the procedure for dumping trash, go, you know what, Mm -hmm. it's worth a shot. Because he had nothing to lose. I mean, if if nothing happened, then
1: he still goes out. Maybe he's just a logical thinker and and say, okay, he's got to be hiding somewhere. Mm -hmm. Where's the only logical place for him to hide? Well, he's docked on the side of the ship. You know, Mm -hmm. the Imperial sensors can't find it. So I'm just going to hide with the trash, and then I'll find him, because Han's not that smart. He's clever. Yeah, yeah. he is clever.
3: Um, you know, and I, I want to bring something up here. There is a paperback book called Tales of the Bounty Hunter.
1: I was going to bring that up as it well. It is
3: so good. It, it, it uh,
1: follows all those bounty hunters. Mm-hmm. Loam and, and uh, what's his partner's name? Randy, what's uh, the name of the bounty hunters?
0: Uh, Dingar Boss. There's IG88, like Frank mentioned. Dugger, Zuckus, Zuckus one of them.
1: Zuckus and Forlum—that's the one I was looking for. They're partners. Yeah. And you know this only after reading that that novel. There's short stories about each of those bounty hunters. Mm -hmm. They're really awesome, really good stories. And the last story has
3: to do with Boba Fett. And, and I, I don't want to say anything, yeah, they'll say
1: Somewhere that. in the future. You've got to read it. It's freaking awesome. It's, it's like an anthology book. It's called Tales of the Bounty Hunters.
3: It, it's such a good read. And, you know, for me, Star Wars books are hit and miss. I mean, sometimes yeah. they're really good. Sometimes it's just like, ugh. But that one I can highly recommend.
1: Can you buy it on tape? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. I don't know.
3: Because I hate reading.
1: Lawson's dyslexic. <laughs> okay. we'll bring up another set of books later when we talk about Cloud City.
3: Okay, well, let's go right to Cloud City because mm-hmm. that that's kind of one of the yeah, next scenes. That's where they go. And, you know, the I love the special edition
1: changes. I do yes. too. In the Cloud City. Yeah. Yes.
3: And and it's Cloud City is like something you've never seen before. It is beautiful, it is golden, it is warm. It is also clean and modern like you would think of sci-fi films before like kind of like Logan's Run and stuff like that. Everything's new, everything's clean. So it it it, it looks somewhat different from from anything we'd seen in Star Wars. Granted, this was the second movie, but, I mean, it, it was just completely different. I'm trying to reach
2: Lando Calrissian.
0: Mm-hmm. shiny. No.
2: <laughs> yes,
3: it is shiny. It is shiny.
2: And what is the, um, what do they do? It's a mining. Yeah, they, mine, a, gas. they, they mine, mine
1: gas. They mine gas. Tabana gas. Crazy. Tabana gas comes from the atmosphere on uh, Bespin. On Bespin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm a nerd. So they oh, mine, no. they mine the, the gases in the atmosphere, mm-hmm. and they sell them, sell it to clients who, as Lando said. What does the gas do? Uh, I'm not, I'm not really sure about that. Does it smell bad? Um, I'm No. Yeah, sure. It probably doesn't smell too good. I bet. Uh, it, it cooks a mean steak. I <laughs> Minoc, It cooks a mean Minox <laughs> a, a mean Minox? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Minox.
3: And uh, and this is where we get to meet Lando, yes. one of the coolest brothers the, uh, out there. Very cool. I'm going to look
1: up some Lando quotes.
3: Can you? Pl- pl- we played at the top. Play it again. Play play my clip again.
1: Play okay. Clip again. Here it is. Let me find. And Randy, it. you won't be able to hear it. Yeah, but it's he can a, hear it. Oh, yeah, he, he can, can hear, it. hear it. I heard uh, it at the
3: beginning. I just love. The, uh, he is so. Awesome.
0: Hello, what have we here? Welcome, I'm Lando Calrissian. I'm the administrator of this facility. And who might you be? Leia. Welcome, Leia.
2: (laughs) You can hear
3: 3PO moving around
2: back there.
0: Your old smoothie. Your old, the old
3: smoothie. Smoothie. Yeah. Truly, you belong here among the, the clouds. clouds. Oh, <laughs> heck yeah. <laughs> you look
0: absolutely beautiful.
1: I'm going to look for that.
0: And um, he's
3: got that cape, and he's is, and he got
0: that
2: cape, stash. what makes it. Oh it's my definitely the
3: cape. And,
2: um, you know, now, he had, um, Vader had already contacted yeah. him before they landed.
1: Yeah, he, That's they right because he said just before you did.
2: Yeah, right just before you did.
3: So, yeah. so you got to think that that when Lando was talking to the ball headed guy with the ear earphones yeah. on, Lobot, robot, he's probably going, "All right, guys, we, you know what do we do? Is there any way out of this? You know, they're probably mm-hmm. theorizing how to save him mm-hmm. and just can't come up with anything at that instance, so. right? Because they probably know they can't say anything because they're probably being spied on or or by by the Empire. So, why
1: you a double crossing, no good swindler? You got a lot of nerve coming here after what you pulled.
3: Pointing, pointing, <coughs> hand points at himself.
1: Hey, oh, he points at yeah. like me. F- <laughs> okay, since uh, since I read that, <laughs> I, I, it brings up this uh, this book series that I want to, and I may mention it on another one of our episodes. But it's called uh, the Lando Calrissian. I'm sorry, the Han Solo trilogy, mm-hmm. written by A. C. Crispin, mm-hmm. not the 1980s trilogy written by Brian Daly. Mm. God rest his soul. He's dead mm. now. But uh, A.C. Crispin, and these came out in the late 90s, maybe early ninety, uh, early aughts, late mm-hmm. 90s, early aughts, something like that. But anyway, it starts, this trilogy starts when Han Solo is like nine years old. Mm-hmm. He's basically a homeless kid uh, living with scoundrels and, and thieves and stuff, and uh, it tracks his life all and the his way. And crazy
3: aunt. I think he lives with an aunt at the very at the very beginning of it. Really? I think so. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah he lives I don't with remember he, that he lives with someone that is either an aunt or I thought you um, were being funny. No, no, no. Ser- ser- uh, he has some relation to her, but he doesn't remember the
1: exact relation. Aunt Solo. I remember that now. Yeah. some lady that's been caring for him. Yeah. yeah. But the But third- he's
3: basically running around all over the place. Yeah.
1: The third book ends with him and Chewie walking into mm-hmm. uh, the cantina at uh, at the beginning of A New Hope. So, mm. anyway, there's there are a lot of things that Lando and Han actually bring up in this movie that are covered in this Han Solo trilogy <coughs> book. Like when 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 uh, Lando says, "You got a lot of nerve coming here after what you pulled." Mm-hmm. Han Solo pulled this huge swindle and basically really took lando and a group of other people for a ride Mm -hmm. on something um so that's all explained in that book uh you know uh, han says you know lando goes lando and i go way back Mm -hmm. you know i don't trust him but he's my Mm -hmm. friend we go way back you know uh, going
3: back to the part because lando thought one thing and han thought another han didn't Han thought he would understand Lando, uh, you know, when he pulled the swindle or whatever right. it was. And I wish I could remember what it was. But so Han was under the impression was like,
1: oh, he'll understand.
3: But Lando was really hurt by
1: it. Yeah, <laughs> Whatever that swindle was. Um, a lot of the a lot of their dialogue is explained in this. Mm-hmm. These books. Um, there was another. Oh, he's like they're talking about the Millennium Falcon. And, he, and Han's like, hey, you lost it to me. Lost her to me fair, fair and, and square. square. Remember yeah. you see um, that happen in those mm-hmm. books. Because um, in those books, th- the Falcon belongs to Lando at first. And then and then that happens, and Hondo now be- is the new owner. And then what's cool about these books also is that the author takes those Brian Daly novels mm-hmm. that were written about Han Solo. And actually, Brian, Brian Daly did, also he, he wrote he a Lando, the Lando Calrissian trilogy. I never read the Landos, though. They weren't great. The Hans wasn't great. (laughs) They were okay. They weren't great. But this A.C. Crispin takes those six books Mm -hmm. and intertwines them into the narrative of these books. Mm -hmm. And in fact, whenever the narrative is covering those parts of Hans' story and Lando's story, it's all in italics. Mm -hmm. So everything that happens in italics is what happened in those books back in the 80s. So it's really cool how she weaves it in and out. But.
3: that's a, that's a great series. If anyone ever wants to pick it up, it is worth reading. In, so good.
1: Come to think of it, in Jedi, I think is when Lando says somebody must have told him about that little maneuver at the Battle of Tanab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's covered in these books also. Yeah. So it's really it's really cool to. Will you
0: get going, you pirate? <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it it uh, it, uh, it adds another layer to that whole relationship with Han and Lando. Did Hando.
2: it did it talk about in the books um, when? When Lando, when he had the Millennium Falcon, did it talk about uh the red velvet on the dashboard or
3: oh, on his pants, the red strap on his
2: pants? no, the red velvet that Lando Calrissian covered the dashboard with,
1: yeah, yeah, there's a scene in there when he's he's installed the the red velvet, the red velvet, and the spinners, right? <laughs> the rims, yeah, pimped up, and the rims mm-hmm.
2: and all that because he's cool, you know. And the I dice, the ended. fuzzy dice, huh? Yeah, right. Lando it's
3: like is way cooler than yeah. that.
1: You like
2: know, he, Lando
3: doesn't do fuzz. Lando does mahogany. Does he sleep in that cape?
2: <laughs> oh, oh, what have yeah. we here? Hello, what have <laughs> we here? It's, he is
3: it's awesome. He is so cool. Well, let's talk about the freezing of Han, yes, Chewy, and then the the battle or the lightsaber battle. Um, we've already kind of addressed the whole, um, you know, I know and Chewie, uh, y- you know, Chewie doing that last ditch effort to save his friend. The but uncertainty of Solo
2: returning yeah. for yeah. the third yeah. episode.
3: Oh, you there's know, I, but, but before we go further, I, there's one scene I want to bring up real fast, which I fascinated me. There's a scene, I think Lando is talking to Vader, and then Lando walks out of camera. And so we have Vader, Bobo Fett, and Boba. Bo- Boba Fett and a Stormtrooper. The Stormtrooper doesn't say anything, but um, Vader and Boba Fett are talking to each other. And I thought, that's kind of interesting. Here's two characters. You can't see their mouths move, but we can understand... We understand their, where they're coming emotionally hmm. just by their voice. It's a great scene. And and they start thinking about how many characters who don't have mouths in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, three like PO and Troopers and Vader. And it's just and it's it's so interesting how just with the voice you can you can communicate this urgency or this emotion you know, where you're coming emotionally. It's fascinating. They're giving Han to the bounty hunter. Mm. Yeah.
0: He's no good to me dead, uh-huh. yeah. But, there's um, a great shot of um, when they're about to put Han in carbon freeze there's a great shot and I think it's when Chewie is he's gone ballistic and he's throwing stormtroopers overboard and mm-hmm. Han's trying to calm him down and you, there's a shot of Leia's face and she turns and looks at Vader Yes, and and you see Vader great they, they shot. cut to Vader for a second and they cut back to her and she starts to back away back towards Chewie right. and, but looking at Vader the whole time and it's almost as if she's like I can't believe how evil this man is, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's scaring me to death because what she's about, what he's about to do to the man I love. It's just, it's, a, and it's, it takes maybe three seconds, but it's just a great shot. I just mm-hmm. love that shot.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, it's. You kind of have that orange glow on her face, and yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's really. She's a terrified, eye. and at the same time, yep. it's just like I can't believe. He's helplessness,
1: that. also yeah. the helplessness yeah. there, yeah, because she doesn't know what the heck's going to go on. I you think know? it goes mm-hmm. back. She doesn't too. know
0: if he's going to survive,
1: right? I think that goes back to what somebody said about the acting in this movie was really, really spot on, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and we haven't touched on it, but obviously this was not directed by George. This was done by what, Irvin Kirshner? Yeah,
1: it's, I'm glad you and brought that up because I, I think that's his, very significant. a fantastic
0: yes. job mm-hmm. with, the, with the actors, um, and I think that's one of the reasons this film, I feel this film is superior to all the others.
2: Yeah, and 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 also too, the characters are now developed. It's three years later, so mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that we don't really, um, we don't ha They're as far as storytelling is concerned, they're all developed. We know who they are, you know. We we kind of know, you know, what's happened, and mm-hmm. we're just curious to know what's going to happen next. I mean, that's I think that's why overall it's such a much better film. Yeah, yeah for sure.
1: hmm I um, agree. Before we get to um, the Carbonite w- One of my favorite Han Solo moments Is when After they're through torturing Han Solo And they bring him back into the, the cell Yeah And he's like I feel terrible mm-hmm. <laughs> I still say that to this day You know or, or whenever I hear somebody say I feel terrible I always hear it and In they, Han Solo's voice Yeah I right and she's terrible. like Why are
2: they doing this to us They didn't ask us any questions And that's obviously to draw a loop
0: Yeah Uh huh Later knows that Luke
3: will be able to sense that, right? Hey, but I, and before we get into into the fight, this is I, I, had, I, I had I mentioned these. I I saw some similarities between Attack of the Clones yeah. and this movie, yeah. And let me mention mm-hmm. them right here. These are very small, but I thought it's kind of interesting. I mean, it's, it, they were really thinking when they were made Attack of the Clones. Um, the shot where Boba Fett takes off and they're all shooting after him, you know, mm-hmm. as a ship takes off. That's just like. Um when Dooku took off, uh in Attack of the Clones, they're all shooting a ship as he takes off. Uh huh. And um then when C three PO is being dragged around, he's in pieces, the same thing happened in Attack. Remember he was getting dragged around by R2. Yep. And then um when Vader uses that line, you know, let's rule the universe, let's father and son. Uh, Anakin used that line with uh with Padme. You know, when she goes, we can rule the universe as, as husband and wife. That was in the
1: third movie. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Well, there goes my theory. <laughs> oh, okay. No, but still, there there are lots of similarities. Yeah. Even a,
0: a the asteroids. There's asteroids and mm-hmm. technical yeah. Yeah.
1: And there was those cool seismic charges in Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. Remember those? Yeah. Those were awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course there weren't. <laughs> in, so.
3: <laughs> okay, so what about the battle? the uh the father and son the duel to end all my favorite
0: lightsaber battle of the whole series
1: out of all six movies
0: yeah i mean out of all six movies i think because
1: (sighs) you i want you to look me in the eye through the telephone line and tell me that that battle is that much cooler than the episode one battle between the three
0: well i'm not saying it's cooler i'm saying it's my favorite
1: okay why is it your favorite
0: um, for one thing um, it's the location of it it's dark for most of that battle it's kind of, it's pretty dark there's there's all kinds of weird orange lights and shadows and blues and stuff um, Vader pretty much kicks Luke's ass right off the bat um, but then Luke has a few tricks up of its own you know up his own sleeve and, and kind of takes Vader by surprise you know most impressive Mm-hmm. And, um, and then it's almost like Vader's on the run, because, you know, he kicks Vader off that ledge, Then like Luke's like, where'd he go? He goes on Luke's after him. Most impressive. <laughs> and then Vader shows up again, and then just throws all kinds of hardware at him, knocks him out the window. I mean, at the very... And then at the, the, the last... Basically, the, the fight's kind of like in three sections. In that last section, Luke, you know, climbs back from the ledge, walks back in that little room, and by this time, Vader's just mad, and he's coming at in full force with everything he's got and um and then yeah, culminates him with him cutting off his
1: hand. There are definitely stages that Vader goes through in this fight, you know the <sighs> first one's like, "I got this, this is mm-hmm. nothing, yes, happen. very arrogant, yeah. and the second one's like, nah, hmm,, mm-hmm. maybe I should use two hands this time, <laughs> yeah, let me try this one, and then the third one's like, "Yeah, I'm not messing around with this kid anymore mm-hmm. yeah i um." When
3: when Luke is getting hit with all that hardware, yeah, it's <laughs> the poor guy. He's really like he's swinging that lifesaver just out of pure not, not you know. It's like he knows he's not going to hit anything, but he has n- nothing else to do. He's just beat beat up so bad. He's oh oh god, he's ow. flailing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ow, ow, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Ah.
1: <laughs> ah, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, and then of course this is the the point of the movie when when I would call this the climax of the movie. You know when when Vader says, "Guess what? Mm-hmm. I'm your daddy."
0: You okay, know? so how shocked were you when you first heard that? Jaw what to the floor,
3: amazed. I mean, we didn't Just have like, the internet whoa, back didn't then. Didn't see that coming. Yeah, did not see it coming. I was like,
2: I was like, that's not
1: true. That's that's, that's impossible. That's impossible. <laughs> that's highly unlikely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> this brings up another thing I found that I wanted to. Um, that's not true. Yeah, the overacting there.
0: A little bit. How little
1: you to me? Robot Chicken uh, makes fun of Star Wars every mm-hmm. once in a while, and I found this. Uh, they had that whole. The Star Wars episode. episode, yeah, never saw it, but this this may have been on that episode. This is a, a take on the "I'm your father" mm-hmm. scene, which I heard
3: Mark Hamill Turn actually to the did do. Side and join me. I'll
0: never join you. You killed my father. No, Luke.
3: I am your father.
0: That's not true. <laughs> That's impossible.
3: <laughs> and Princess Leia is your sister. That's not true. Oh, yeah. That's. Improbable, and the Empire will be defeated by Ewoks.
0: That's very
3: unlikely. <laughs> and as a child, I built C-3PO. Yeah.
1: Huh? Now,
0: the force? now
1: they're like smoke. Well, cigarettes that's just
0: microscopic stuff. bacteria in your bloodstream called midichlorians Look, if you're not going to take this seriously, I'm out. <laughs>
3: I love that Mark Hamill voiced
1: that. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Flash is the force strong with you? <laughs> is he okay? He's, he's been—he's yawning. He's been making some Siri noises. <laughs> um, another thing I didn't mention about the carbonite freezing, although we really haven't talked about the mm-hmm. actual thing. When that happened, I just felt so helpless. Oh yeah. You know, as a yeah. kid, I remember going. What's gonna happen now? How how's he gonna get out of that? I want to help him, but I'm not really sure what I could do because you know that's just a movie, and I'm you know I'm in a movie theater watching it, and and I know it's not real, but I gotta help him somehow. You know, yeah.
3: I I don't know if we were aware if there was gonna be a movie after this one, but the way mm-hmm. things were happening in that movie, you were just you were thinking. Goes, I remember thinking movies don't end like this. You know your favorite character does not get frozen. You're, the good guy does not lose his hand. Where is the big battle at the end? Which this movie right. ends with a whimper, a mm-hmm. total whimper. And and I hate it, the
1: ending shot of this movie.
2: Really? Oh, I I think it's my favorite. Do you hate it because yeah, it's it. Mm-hmm.
1: because you're so hope because it's no? I hate it because it's physically impossible. Huh?
2: What are you talking about? We'll talk about it at the end. Oh, okay. No. <laughs>
1: What's will talk about the end.
3: <laughs> so we have spaceships flying faster than the speed of light, but that shot is physically
1: impossible. No. <laughs> there has to be logical explanations for things, and the hyperdrive is a logical explanation for faster-than-light travel. Okay. You want to talk about it now? Fine. When they're they're at the rendezvous point, and mm-hmm. Luke's getting his new hand, and Lando and, and, and Chewie are taking off... Mm-hmm. With it and Lando has that nice sh- button shirt that's yeah, that, all the way up to his neck. Still wearing that, the cape the, yeah, he's yeah. got the vest on. Mm-hmm. No, but they're looking out the window and there's a there's a like a something that looks like the Milky Way galaxy. Yeah. There's a galaxy hanging out there. Yeah. No. Why not? Why because not? it doesn't work that way. They're obviously in a galaxy already. Yeah, Couldn't they are on, on the, the
3: outskirts of the galaxy, of the galaxy. They're in
0: another yeah,
3: they're, galaxy nearby? Yeah, sure. They're on the outskirts of the galaxy. The Rebellion cannot be in the middle of all that. They they're hiding. Yeah,
0: they're hiding out. Hmm.
1: So what you're saying is that that was the center of the galaxy that they're in, and they were looking at it from the edge in?
0: Well, no, no, I mean, no, no, no. They're, they're on the edge of their own galaxy. That's, that's what I'm saying. to be a neighboring galaxy.
1: Oh, a right. neighboring galaxy. No, neighbors, yeah. galaxies aren't that close to each other.
0: Well, well, they could have been billions of light years apart, but they're pretty massive too, so it could have looked close.
3: They they could have been on the outskirts.
1: They're on the outskirts. Well, if you look at that shot, Mm -hmm. uh, there are stars all around the galaxy, like Mm -hmm. like arms, like spiral arms. No, no, I'm talking about like when you go outside at night and you look up at the stars Mm -hmm. and you see stars, the the white dots sprinkled on the black canvas. Mm -hmm. They were behind. This thing that looked like a galaxy That was in the foreground Those stars could have actually
0: been other galaxies
1: Yeah, those stars are other galaxies I
0: don't understand why that bothers you so (laughs) much
1: Look it up (laughs) (laughs) Just look it up Okay, what's next?
0: Oh Well, while we're here at the ending I just wanted to ask you guys Is that the greatest cliffhanger ending Of any movie ever?
1: (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Yeah, pretty awesome. I, I think at too. that point, Frank, you know that there's going to be a third one. Yeah, yeah. The moment
0: I mean. that movie was over, I could not wait. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe, oh, my God, i got to wait three years to figure out if Han Solo's alive or dead. What's going to happen? Is Luke really Vader's son? Oh, my God, you know? Mm-hmm.
3: And and you were really left with just an empty space in your heart. You just, yeah. what is going to happen to all of these people? Because this is, this is, I mean... This this movie ends like no uh, this is how the movie should have begun, you know. Emotion on an emotional level, it should have started, you know, kind of slow and then ended with this huge great battle like, you know, all movies do, but it, it almost does a flip-flop for right. a long
1: time this movie an I, emotional flip-flop was not on my must-watch list mm-hmm. because at the end of it it left you feeling mm-hmm. empty and helpless. And I didn't mm-hmm. like feeling like that after I watched a movie. I loved watching the movie, but you know, it got to the point where I wouldn't watch the end of the movie. I'd stop it before it ends. Like like with Monty Python and the Holy Grail, mm-hmm. I'll watch it all the way up until the last guy gets across the bridge, mm-hmm. but then I'll stop it because I don't like the way that movie ends with the police coming in and, <laughs> you know, and the guy walking up to the camera and, yeah. you know, it bothers me. So with Empire, you know what I'm talking about, Randy, don't you? Yeah. So yeah. with Empire, I didn't like feeling helpless like, Okay, there's nothing I can do. I wanted it to end on a good note. So when they rescued Luke, you know, and flew away from Bespin, that's when I'd stop watching it.
3: You know, um, the, the, and I don't know if I'm going to find the right word for it, but this movie is almost a little flawed in its ending in that. Not, not that it wasn't written well, but it's just when this movie ends, you're left with a lot of questions that can only be answered by watching the next movie.
1: Right, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't call that flawed. I'd call it genius marketing.
3: Well, I, well, what, what I mean by that is that this movie cannot exist on its own. You cannot say, uh-huh. "Go see Empire Strikes Back," and no other. You know, if you had to see one Star Wars movie, see that one because it leaves you with so many questions. Mm-hmm. Um, like you can watch New Hope, and you can watch the end of it. Okay, that's fine. You know, that's it, it has a, a definite story. Ending. Yeah. Um, but i mean that in the most positive way because it draws you into the next story right which, which is good but you you could never just say hey go watch go watch empire and tell me what you think you know you'll definitely come back and go i need more you know how did this end yeah and let's not Uh-oh,
2: you know forget about have we here <laughs> and not forget <laughs> about the um the i think as far as uh uh williams Um, John Williams. John Williams' Williams. score in this movie. I mean, I think it was. I think it's probably some of the best um, score. Mm -hmm. I think of almost almost any movie I've ever seen. It's just a great score. We get Yoda's theme. We get the
3: asteroid theme.
2: Everything. Imperial March. And Mm -hmm. that ending. The reason I love that ending. Han and Leia's
0: Han and Leia's theme. Yeah.
2: And the, the ending. The end of the film is so great. It's one of the most awesome scores. It starts out with that real. Na, 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 na. you know mm-hmm. it's kind of like you're kind yeah. of things are not quite right and you know that that shot that the shot pulls out and you see them standing there with the shiny r2d2 and c3po and they're all in their glory and then it just all the rebel you know the all the starships are in this formation but you know I think the score I mean like Randy was saying with the the first time we hear the imperial march you know and those types of things i think the most recognizable star Wars, and all that's the imperial march from them the prequels is you know they're in uh, in those three movies yeah so yeah. um yeah i think it's some of the best score yeah of, of right. all of them of <laughs> all of I'm them angry.
1: when i think of star wars music there's two things i think of of course the opening main theme and then the the imperial march those are the things that are that pop into my head the most. Are you gonna play it? I'm looking for a new cell phone ringer I got. And you've heard it before, but I wanted to I wanted to find uh oh, here it is. It's from the Family Guy uh Star Wars <laughs> episode. <laughs> it's when Han well, when Peter, Chris, and uh Brian are in the elevator.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, in yeah,
0: the <laughs> elevator music.
3: Oh yeah. Mhm. The- Do you have Peter singing his music when they were in the uh, Falcon? Brilliant. That's awesome. Yeah, I've
1: got that. That's your ringtone. I love that. Brilliant. Because as a kid I did that. Yeah. Here they come. Here they come. Let's find it. Here it is.
2: Don't get penisy.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Here they come. Brilliant! <laughs> it oh, is
1: brilliant. Oh yeah, it's good times. <laughs> okay, what's your favorite favorite scene in
3: this movie? Um, golly, you know what? I it's either going to be for me um, le, uh, um, Han bringing bringing um, Chewie back down, you know, telling mm-hmm. him to calm down. Yeah. Um, Yoda giving that speech to Luke about the Force or the ending scene, those three, they're just so close, it's hard for me to, to choose. What about you, Randy?
0: I would say, um, Yoda giving the speech, um, that we talked about, um, or maybe, that last part, of the lightsaber battle, when they're on that, platform, that whole sequence, when, when Luke walks back in that room, and Invaders. Vader's now, he's mad, and he's coming after him, and at one point, I think Luke falls down, and, Vader sticks the lights over right in his face and mm. says, don't make me destroy you. Don't, don't let yourself be destroyed as Obi-Wan did. It is useless to resist, or something like that. And then and then that whole sequencing cuts off his arm and or his hand and then tells him he's his father. And it's all pretty powerful.
2: Um I guess mine would probably be when Vader's in that cool chamber thing and the guy comes in and he says... Mm. The Emperor wants to talk to you, or something like that, and he's got the whole thing of... Bzzz, opens up and it closes, and
3: his clamshell,
2: his <laughs> clamshell, and then we get to see the back of Vader's head. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, oh, cool. well, that's something the, the we the didn't the touch of that,
0: of uh, Admiral Piet or whatever. Yeah, the, his like the reaction is
2: like, Ugh. and was, then, yeah. then also too, I think the uh, the ending is probably one of my fa- I just I just love it. I love the I love the music. I like not knowing what's happening. It really upset a lot of people overall mm-hmm. that saw the film. They did not like the way that movie ended.
3: Well, what was the second Matrix movie? Matrix Reloaded. Oh, where, uh, yeah. I remember walking out of that movie thinking, that is the total opposite of what Empire <laughs> right. was. Right, exactly. I yeah. I, I love the first Matrix, those last yeah. two Matrix. Were just, yeah. Wasn't
1: the final, very final, final shot when the whole uh, fleet goes into... Don't they jump Hyperdrive. to hyperspace? Yeah. I think they do, or they just go no, they to the, do. They do the circle they just wipe. I think they're drifting along,
0: aren't
1: they? Oh, no, I think you're right.
0: Flying yeah. along. I don't think they go to hyperspace. Yeah. Don't don't the they Jedi, do. right?
2: You're thinking Return.
1: Maybe so. Yeah.
2: When they all go to... Oh, when they, they launch the to the final battle. They, yeah, they go, yeah, yeah, you're
1: right. They all, they're all they all just kind of drifting away from the screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My favorite scene... I don't know, man. I I don't know that I could pick one. I mean, I really like that new Emperor scene Uh I I really like what they did that you know I found that I had pulled that aside for us to talk about it let's listen to that dialogue real quick
0: what is thy bidding my master there is a great disturbance in the force I have felt it We have a new enemy The young rebel Who destroyed the Death Star That's new I have no doubt This boy is the offspring Of Anakin Skywalker That's new How is that possible? Search your feelings Lord Vader You will know it to be true He could destroy us He's just a boy Obi-Wan can no longer help him. The Force is strong with him. The son of Skywalker must not become a Jedi. That's if he could be turned out, he would become a powerful ally. <sighs> yes. I nice was thinking there, Vader. He would be a great asset.
3: That's why I keep you around, Can Vader. it be done?
0: He will join
3: us or, or die, die, Master. Yeah, that's good stuff there. That's
2: a great
0: scene. Yeah, I it don't is. think. Uh, yeah, I I,
1: I, I, think when he says, "The son of Skywalker must not become a Jedi," that's mm-hmm. that's new too, right? Because they they didn't mention the Skywalker name at all originally in that scene. No, they did not. Mm-hmm. I think they did a really good job of of rehashing that that whole scene. I'm going to go on record and saying that's probably my favorite.
3: That one right there, yeah. the revamp.
1: Yeah, I, I like that a lot. I like, I like how when you're on Cloud City now, when you're looking out the windows, you can actually see, see the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love that too. There's a whole new entry, a shot of when the Falcon's coming in. Mm-hmm. That's like a brand new additional shot mm-hmm. that they put in when it comes in and lands on that platform.
0: And you, and you know. I, and touching on all of that, of all the additions or improvements or whatever you want to call it for the special editions, I think the Empire they work the best.
2: I do
3: too, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah,
2: because
0: yeah. they, they don't take away. In, in, no, in they're new the least. least exactly. They're the least obtrusive of all
1: of them.
3: Because yeah. mm-hmm. the New Hope, it's it's all about the the silly dinosaurs and in Moe's Isley. and Mos and, uh, and the new
0: J- and the Java scene. And, yeah. Oh, the yeah. It's awful. <laughs> And then in Jedi, it's that whole revamped musical number in Jabba's Palace. Yeah. Terrible.
2: It's just, it's a Muppet show. Mm. Yeah.
1: You know, he did it because he could. Right. Mm. You know, that's all there is yeah. to it. But I th- I would agree the um, the improvements in this are the least obtrusive and probably because of that, the most enjoyable to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right.
0: They really enhance it.
1: Yes. Yeah. They don't take away at all. Mm. Yeah. And there's uh, lots of those. Oh, and then... That there's an additional shot that they stuck sh- in when when uh, Lando's like, hey, attention, this is Lando. The bad guys are here. You guys should really leave right mm-hmm. about now. Mm-hmm. They put that shot in there of, of people walking and stopping and looking up when they hear... The voice, when Lando's voice. You know,
2: attention, everybody.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. And I love Hello. the little Hello. microphone. That the as a kid, that always kind of because
3: yep. it comes out. Oh, Hello, look at the mic. what have we here?
2: <laughs> it's the bad guys. Let's all
1: leave right now. <laughs> Come on. On, on. The, on the quiet. And storm. even you know,
2: when we're talking about the 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 comedy that's in this movie, <laughs> the slapstick in sort of way. Even Vader's got a little bit of it, and that is when they walk in, and Solo. And they're waiting for them in that room, and he shoots them. And then Vader comes back with, "Like, yes, it would be nice for you to join. <laughs> yes, we'd we'd be yeah. delighted to have you. We'd, I think that's we'd what he be said.
1: Honored, uh-huh.
2: we'd be if honored would if you would join us. I mean, that's kind of funny. Yeah, and you just as, shot at me, dude.
3: And the way
1: he he's killing off uh, admirals left and right, oh, yeah, you great. know, and he kills the guy, and he goes, and the guys, there's a shot uh-huh. of the dead guy on the ground. Then he, uh-huh. then Vader goes, apology accepted.
0: Oh, uh, and you know, <laughs> and I forgot to mention this. This is. It's one of my favorite shots in the whole movie. They're in the asteroid field, and they show one of the, an exterior shot of one of the Star Destroyers. Mm-hmm. And a giant asteroid just slams into their bridge, and yes. it blows up. And they immediately cut to a shot inside the ex- uh, the executor, and there's Vader, and he's talking to holograms of three... Uh, generals, or whatever, oh. and one of them goes, ah, yes. the static and disappears. You know,
2: that's funny. <laughs> you should bring left. that up. The one on the left. Brilliant. I yeah. never noticed that. <gasps> really? Yeah. I had never noticed that until yesterday. And that's and cool. he's And he's it's going, ah, oh, you know, yeah. his ship had just blown up. He had his ship just blown up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, holy <laughs> I moly. And it's the cool. because, you know, doesn't like even He doesn't even miss He doesn't any. even clench. He's like, okay, that's whatever. Damn,
0: We'll just ride it off. One less one. Who cares? One cl- less one to disappoint me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was a really nice attention to detail that that came. Another across.
0: little bit of humor thrown in there, right. dark humor maybe.
1: But I mean, uh, hu- humor none- nonetheless.
3: You know, it's yeah. It's, yeah you you got to admit that this one is made well. Mm-hmm. I mean, there there's so many things right with this movie.
1: There wasn't a whole lot of Obi Wan in this movie. Mm. And
2: no, and the reason was is because I I I had read about the fact that Alec Guinness was upset at the way. That Lucas wrote his character out out of the first film. And that Alec Guinness agreed to do his scenes, but he would only do it for one day. So he shot, they shot everything in one day. And basically, there's not, I don't think there's any, the only on screen you see him is on Hoth. You will go to Yoda and, you know, find Yoda and go to Dagobah. And then you hear his voiceover, but he did well, all you, of. You maybe, do see him on day. He right
0: before Luke leaves Dagobah. He, he Oh, he's
3: got <laughs> the energy, the blue energy mm-hmm. around him.
2: Yes, that's correct. But it all it, he said he that Alec Guinness spent all of one day, and then huh. um, agreed for the last film, obviously, to more screen yeah. time, and, and was pleased to do it. No, there, well, you know, you can't, not, but, you can't you can't
1: know, force a character in there. Just because it's Alec Guinness. I mean, if yeah. the guy's dead and there's nothing for him to do, right? Exactly.
3: Know? Well, but, but I think it, it, it was approached correctly. He should yeah. show up sparsely. He should show up as as a as a spirit, as one with the force, and just really be a, a disembodied voice. That's what he is now. He, you know, he took a physical form a couple times, but we don't need to see him; just hear him, acknowledge him. Closing thoughts? Are we done?
1: Yeah, I'm spent. I
3: don't know how much yeah, more I can okay. say. I don't know. Okay. Well, Randy, thank you so much for joining
0: us. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. It was great.
3: Good. And and Lawson, you are always welcome well, to come on you. board. Randy, you much. too. Open invitations, thanks. fellas. Yeah, open invitations. Uh, the next time we do this, of course, it'll be uh, Return of the Jedi, which will probably be in a couple of weeks. We already have some guests lined up for that one. Uh, we will be, be bringing back the voice Bill McGon- uh, of Half Hour Wasted, Bill McGonnell, <laughs> and, uh, and someone that he promises will be... Very important to the, our discussion. Uh,
1: oh, his buddy Mike. Right? Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah.
3: He's a guru, huh? Apparently, yeah. wow. So that being said, uh, guys, thanks for listening to the super sized episode of a half hour wasted. Remember, you can always visit us on the on the web at uh, halfhourwasted dot com, or drop us an email at halfhourwasted at gmail we're also at the comics the forums dot com, and Brad. How can they reach us if they want to leave a voicemail? Oh, later? yeah.
1: Call our voicemail number at 641 715 3900, extension 7750064 pound. Rolls right off the tongue, doesn't it? Yeah. All right, guys. You get hey. what you pay for.
3: Uh, take care. May the force be with you. Bye. May the force be with you. Always.